hottest bars on the internet. Welcome to the Still Driven Happy Hour. <laughs> Where wishes can become dreams and dreams become nightmares. Ring a ding a ding dong, ling a ling a ling bong. It must be Wednesday. Welcome to the Still Driven Happy Hour. I'm your host, Hayes. And joining me tonight on the move, we got Mason. What up? And we got Dan King for now. (laughs) (laughs) If you didn't get that, Dan's uh, feeding a child right now. So Hayes. He's having to be really quiet. Took a little. in In a black room. Love it. So that was the that was the sound of a nursing baby. I was pretty pretty sure he's trying to nurse from a nipple. <laughs> we might end up having a couple of guests. Um, Landon might show up. Um, you know, since we're now featuring Landon Parish. Yeah. Um, he he might show up, but then we have another gentleman that might show up that we have an actual guest tonight, and we'll we'll yeah. take it from there. But we're just gonna get we're just gonna cut it up for a little bit first. Yeah, so before I, I get in, too far into it, Mason, go for it. Do it. Oh, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stilldrivenTN. I've got a uh, review that oh, <laughs> this is a, no. a multiple time reviewer. So he had to send it directly to me because he couldn't, Apple wouldn't let him post it again. So second time reviewing, this is Leaky Fawcett. So the last time we heard from Leaky Fawcett, he compared us to the Washington Wizards. Mm-hmm. This one might be worse. I think I'd rather be the Washington Wizards than this comparison. Well, I hope we're not the Preds. Ooh. Oh, too All soon. Right. <clears throat> I'll read this review. In the late 1430s, the invention of the printing press made the use of handwriting long books and text obsolete. What a start. The start of what some might call the end of an era as since that point in history, the human hands have slowly but surely become less used and less effective even to this very day. Like the use of handwriting in the 1430s, some believe my last NBA franchise podcast comparison has gone the way of the dodo. With the rapid and continuous positive growth of the Still Drippin' Happy Hour, it would only be fair of me to make like Bear grills and adapt and overcome. (laughs) The Still Drippin' Happy Hour is no longer the washed Ington Wizards. As predicted, it has become nothing but the quintessence of the Brooklyn Nets. In parentheses, he put, when they were good for a little bit, but before the playoffs. So that's This is worse? It's better. Yeah, a little better. An elite Hall of Famer followed by a ball handler who really contributes but likes to play half the game. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not you or me, right? Right. So you got to be the Hall of Famer. (laughs) A big guy who's actually pretty soft and an underrated. Is that me? Who likes to sit rather than watch him play basketball. Wow. All right. So Dan's got to be Dan's Ben Simmons. You're KD. I'm not. There's no way I'm Kyrie Irving. I would definitely say you're Kyrie Irving. What? Ah, uh, well, plays half the games. Right, but you're the flat earther of the group. I am not a flat earther. <laughs> that is that's false. That is not accurate. <laughs> you're the anti-vaxxer. Whoever is. Uh, I'm not against vaccinations. I'm right. Against- uh, yeah, I guess. I, yeah. All right. Yeah. You wow. How did be, this turn? It's such a you're, turn. You're. Blake Griffin slash Lamarcus Aldridge. <laughs> That's horrible. This is a bad comparison of me. This is the this is the bad review of the podcast. Just Let me there's, me. there's one line left. Here you go, as always. The leaky faucet goes drip drip. So shout out to the leaky faucet. Mm. We appreciate it. He has requested to be a guest, so he Ooh. might be a guest soon. Yeah, let's I'm put thinking. I'm really thinking summer intern for the leaky faucet. I'm so I'm up for that. Okay, but in all issue. seriousness, like who else would am I Joe Harris? No, because he was hurt all year. You kind of look like Joe Harris. Uh because hey, I'm a middle-aged up? white guy. 
<laughs> he just pops right into that comment. Yeah, that was a great timing. Great timing. <laughs> we just got, hey, you know, what's com- up? We got a review uh, comparison to the to the Brooklyn Nets. Somebody compared us to them, and yeah. I'm gonna say Mason is is KD. But the the comment was like he misses half the games, right? So it's Kyrie Irving jab. But I'm I'm the one that's he and I are the most regular, so it wouldn't be me. And this week we've got a very special guest. We've we've been hitting the guests pretty hard lately because I, I'm sure everybody's getting bored of us. So got to spice it up Amen. a little bit. And this one I'm pretty excited about this one. This one was a a last minute and the quickest guest like podcast that we've had put together. So uh, really appreciate that. I'll give you a little backstory about, I don't know how long ago, um, this specific guest came to inner city. Um, that was probably four or five, four, three, three yeah. years ago. Um, yeah, four or five. Yeah. Uh, so he came to inner city ministry, which we did at our church. Hayes and I were a part of, um, and we met him. We worked with his sister a lot, uh, through that. And then a few weeks ago I ran into him downtown nashville (laughs) and i was like i'm pretty sure that's april's brother and my wife was like no it's not you you met that guy once and i was like no i know that's him and so we we started talking and uh facetimed or or snapchatted his sister (laughs) but uh anyways we i started following on following him on instagram and he's got music going on he just graduated from his master's he's been in the marching band he's played football in major d1 college football and so i was like man we gotta have this guy on but anyways he'll he'll get into that more later it's is jj so jj welcome flowers 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 (laughs) yeah dude jj is april terry your sister she isn't me (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) it's just mr lenny she was in here hanging out with us for 10 minutes no yes are you serious yes 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 Funny oh, and look, funny enough, I did track Ellipscom too. Like literally followed directly behind her footsteps. Even though I didn't even know that. Yeah. That was the wow. one thing I told like I told her like I was I would not do that. Like the reason one, one of the big reasons <laughs> I went to TCU is because I was like, I'm not going to Lipscomb. Like there's there's no way you're gonna convince me to go to Lipscomb, not even remotely like that. And then here I go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how long were you at TCU? Yeah, so I went um, all four years at TCU from 2015 to 2019. And the funny thing is, I actually, like, my top two schools was Belmont or TCU. So was going to end up in Nashville at some point anyway. But you were playing <laughs> football at TSU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, and that is, honestly, that's a crazy story in itself, how that began. So I was going to say, because Belmont doesn't got a football. I mean, they can <laughs> spell football. Yeah, they can spell saying, choir. They can spell. They're undefeated music. in football. So. <laughs> well, uh, let me see. I'm trying to think. I was. I guess we on the the, the podcast. So I guess the long winded story is is correct here. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah, do whatever you want. Right. Yeah. For real. All the way back to let's say my junior year of high school. Yeah. Let's let's say junior year of high school. So um, played just about every sport, football, basketball, did track, played soccer for a little bit, but knew I wanted I was like knew I wanted to play football in, in college. Um, had like a couple of looks from from a, a D3 school uh, called College of Wooster. And then a, I'm trying to think if Trinity is a D3 or D2. I think they're D2. Uh, is that Texas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Wooster is Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I know hey, that place. That's cool. that's Amish. That's Amish country. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I but, dabbled in that crap. Okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I had like as you know, I was just you know applying to schools and trying to figure out where I was going to go. And going from my junior year to my senior year, um, I got like really bad injury. Like it was the summer. It was like playing at a basketball camp. And like went up for a rebound, came down with the rebound, came on down on two people's feet. So the guy that I got on this foot was went that way, guy on this foot went that way. I did it like full splits and like tore tissue in my groin or whatever. And so that took me out for the entire like next football season. So like, you know, like the coach, like talking to coaches after I got hurt was kind of like fizzled out. And I was like, ah. And so at that point, I was like, I was still in the band, like trying to figure out, you know, what I wanted to do when I got to college. And so I was like, well, the, you know, the best option i was like i'm not gonna be able to pursue my 
dream of playing college football. So, cause I mean, I really didn't know about walking on or, you know, other places to get recruited and like even my junior year, like I didn't get just the best opportunity, like just to really put a bunch of film together. And so uh, I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm a, you know, just pivot and go, you know, to, towards the band route. And so uh, the reason that Belmont was on the list of, you know, of course, junior yeah. music school, but uh, I wanted to do music therapy. And so that was like kind of one of the like only schools that had that major. I think it was then in Florida State at the time. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So I was like, okay, I can, I can see myself there. And then um, like TCU had a like really good marching band. They were like number two in football at the time. So I'm like, oh yeah, if I go there, like if I can get in the marching band, like we're number two. So at least I get to be like that close to the action, you know? So um, I guess, you know, long story short, you know, figure all that out, you know, end up, you know, getting into TCU, uh, got academic stuff and got band scholarships. So I was like, oh, man, this is so dope. I'm so excited just to be in the band. And so I think as like we started getting into band practice and getting closer into the field and like closer to game day and all that, it just like kept being like, oh, man, it's it's right there. Like it's right in your face. It's like right there. And I just wanted it so much more after that. And one of the first guys that I met, my one of my brothers for life now, Armani Glassby, um, he like walked on when we first got there and I met him at like a little orientation thing. And so he was like, hey, man, I'm walking on. I'm really trying. We're going to try to make it happen. And so I was like, and it was like, I don't know, like, like I said, we were number two at the time so i'm like man i really hope you make it but you're like ooh, this, this is gonna be rough i was like well good luck to you man and he ended up making it and so the entire time that you know we were doing stuff because like you know like we travel same times or whatever if we went to you know away games and stuff like that and went to the bowl game so we got to hang out with him all the time and and everything like that and so he just kept nudging me. He was like, man, they got open trials in the spring, man. I know you've been you know staying in shape and stuff and so well, well i guess another thing i forgot so um when I first got to TC, I was like, okay, doing the band stuff was cool, but and I was also an engineer major, so that was and it's crazy in itself. But um I saw these like flyers around for like bat- basketball practice squad for women's like basketball team. And so I was like, oh, and then I saw like get free gear and I was like, that's what I'm <laughs> so uh join that I think would have been like October. October of like my freshman year yeah so I was doing band practice and doing their basketball stuff and that like got me like super in shape like you know everybody gets like the freshman 15 I think I was like freshman negative 20 so it like really worked out in my fair I think I was like two and I wasn't like a super big kid in like coming out of high school either like I think I had just got to 275 when I like first started as a freshman then I went down to 250 and then, um, like I said, my boy was like nudging me. He's like, man, just walk on in the spring. So February comes around and they had like the open tryouts and filling all the stuff out. And I'm like, you know, you know, what do I have to lose? I was like, at, at worst, you know, I try out, I don't make it. I still get to be on the women's basketball practice squad, still get to, you know, get workouts and get gear, all that. And so I remember the first week is just like a weed out week. And so, I mean, just killing you in every workout. Um, like I remember that first, that first day, like I remember we finished the workout and I just laid out for like another good 45 minutes. I was broke, but, um, yeah so just kind of went through all that like process because like really in the spring they just need bodies and so like if you can you know keep up with everything make it through kind of get past a little weed out uh, a little part there um so yeah so just kind of kept going kept going and and it's really funny because like they don't really like if they if they like you get cut they'll tell you like pretty quickly but like if you're not cut they don't really tell you anything and so like we had finished spring and I didn't hear anything so I was like I guess I'm going to stay here for the summer. So, <laughs> so I just enrolled in classes and uh, they put me in the little athlete dorm or whatever. So I was like, you said nothing yet. So keep, keep rolling with the punches. So we get through summer, which like the first day of summer is so crazy. Cause it's like, we do, I think it's six or seven time three fifties and you got to make it or you got to run another one. All, like, especially like that first summer too because like the first summer was like right before they put like a little bit more strict uh rules on like ncaa practices and stuff so like yeah we was doing like two padded practices a day like once we got to like um fall camp and all that which um which is crazy but this is is like funny part of how I knew I made the team was like, we had finished up summer stuff. And so like, we, they have like this big list of who makes the one Oh five to go to camp. And so like the one Oh five is like kind of the precursor to traveling. So like 
that there's like 125 guys total on the team. There's 105 guys that are on like, I would say more of like better chances to play kind of things like that. But like, you know, still kind of on the outside bubble. And then there's like the 85 that travel. And so like that 85, like they're getting, they're getting minutes yeah. to in and things like that. That's who, you know, that's who you're going with. So, um, so like we had all, you know, we had like the meetings and stuff like that. They, you know, read the names off the list. All right. Like this is who made the, the 105 that's going to be here for camp. And so I didn't get called. And so I was like, ah, oh, well, you know, just, you know, come back in the fall and, you know, kind of do that read little trial thing. But I felt pretty good about it because there was not a whole bunch of D tackle um, walk on. So I was like, you know, just, you know, keep my head down, you know, stay in. And so, but the cool part is I got to move in early. And so I was like, well, you know, I get to move in, got to get my stuff over. So my mom had come down and this was before I had a car down at TCU too. So mom had come down and was like, all right, cool. We're going to set up my room and then we're going to head up to Arkansas. Cause I had been home in at this one. Cause I don't, I about to say, I didn't go back home for that like little two week break we had between like classes ending and like a starting summer. So I just was, you know, in Texas the whole time. And so like, I was so excited. I was like, Oh, I get to go home. We get to, you know, chill out a little bit before, you know, we start classes again. And so literally I think, I think we just finished getting my room together and I was like, Hey mom, I got to go to the bathroom and then we can, you know, head up, head back up to uh, Little Rock. And literally as I was coming out of the bathroom and we were about to get out to go in the car, I got a call from my coach said, Hey, we had one of the, our, our guys drop. We need you come on the camp. So I'm like, oh. Holy cow. So it was crazy. Cause I mean, like had he called like 15 minutes later, like we'd already been on the road, you know, getting, getting down there, which probably was still the turn back, but yeah, you know, but yeah, just, yeah. Crazy. But yeah, that's how so you were part of the 85. Uh, that was the one Oh five. That was the one Oh five. Dude, that's so, but so it sounds like you you started with the band and then you got the fever for the football with, so did you end up missing the band? Cause it sounds like bands like a music is a huge part of your life. If you're considering going to do the music therapy thing, I mean, that's deep. Like that's not a, that's not, Oh, I just like to do this on the side a little bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it definitely was one of those things. It was like, it was tough. Cause especially as like, cause I, I feel like at that point, like I was, like I still played like a lot of saxophone, but like I wasn't like as deep in it as definitely not as I am now, but um, mm-hmm. had a lot, a lot of love for it. And like, I had just started kind of like getting rapping and stuff like that together. Like, I think I had like got my first software and stuff like that when I was leaving. Yeah. That was one of my graduation presents uh, for senior year was uh, my dad got me like this computer and like this setup and like a little uh, USB mic and stuff like that. So I made like my first little EP, like I think that December. And so, yeah, that, all that kind of was like running in the background, but I was like, definitely like when I walked on it, like, you know, sucked away so much time. And so definitely kind of put music on the back burner at like, especially at the very beginning, but like, you know, once I kind of got a little bit, um, you know, back into, you know, the schedule of it and kind of figuring out, you know, when I had those like little, little kind of pieces to work on stuff. And it was really cool, like during the summer, because I mean, we taken like a class a day and then like you just working out for, you know, two hours or whatever. So like the rest of the day, I'm just, you know, playing Xbox or making music or, you know, doing whatever. So it was, it was like cool to have like just that much time just to yeah. kind of, you know, goof off and have fun. You mentioned your home was in Little Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Talk about growing up and um, if you have a memory of your first sneaker memory, uh, talk about that too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So growing up in Little Rock is, it's like, I would say probably like I would compare the Little Rock to like what Nashville maybe was like maybe like 10 years ago, 10, 15, maybe years ago. I don't know. Um, but it's like it, everything moves slow, like everything, like the whole vibe of everything, it, it just moves slow, but like, like super, everybody's super nice, you know, super like Southern hospitality, but like definitely in the Bible belt, you know, all, all that. Um, but yeah, I was Dude, like, COVID, oh, COVID didn't even exist in Arkansas. I was like, <laughs> it was like Florida. <laughs> oh, I'm not, you laugh cause I'm right. I mean, you really are. You really are. (laughs) Nobody, like, nobody thought it was like anything until maybe, maybe like June or July of 2020. (laughs) They're like, ah, you know, it's a hoax. Everybody was like, I got a ton of Arkansas connections. I know all about how that went. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They did not care at all. You think Florida, you think Florida was, if, yeah. you go to Arkansas, it was like it never, it was like a hoax. 
Because <laughs> almost I don't know. That's a other part of like the mentality of Arkansas is like sometimes like when big stuff is happening like that, it's like, man, it ain't gonna make it here. Like we're not big enough to as you know. That was a that was a big sidebar. <laughs> yeah. Um I said my first sneaker memory is the funny part is is I remember getting my first pair of Jordans, but like I don't and like as I'm thinking back about them, I have no idea what number they were. Like I I couldn't tell you. Like I can like they look like a brick. To be completely honest with you, they of just course. look like a brick. Like there's no there's Six no way that they were actually Jordans. Like there's no way that they were actually. Jordans. They were, <laughs> there we go. I remember they were black and green for for starters, which I ain't never seen that that colorway. But they also like it just looked like a big brick. Like you remember what the like Kobe Adidas looked like. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what they look like—just like a big brick, big you know, toaster, like, trying to run down in like playing basketball in them, and, like you know, just flat foot running like <laughs> terrible, absolutely terrible. Um, I will say my like favorite pair of sneak. Well, I had two like favorite pair of shoes ever. So the first one was, I think it was like it was the first Kobe that came out of Nike. I was like, okay. that was my. That was my go-to. I was like, I had a black, gray, and white pair. It had like white trim on the outside. Oh, look! I put them on. I'm hooping. I am hooping. <laughs> Nobody, look. Nobody. I'm dropping twenty-eight and five in them jumps. But um, yeah, that. And then I used to have these rattlesnake skin cowboy boots. Those was my thing. I mean, when I tell you, I slept in them boots. Like <laughs> I slept in them boots. Like you can call my mom up. She was like, Yeah, he was not taking them off. So you're a cowboy boot guy too? Uh, less less as I grew older. I got some now, so I I, I came back to it. But uh, but now nah, then, and man, when I tell you, we took them, we took them to the like the the boot shop or whatever to get fixed so many times. It was so funny because like I had went ran through a pair, and then there was like another pair there, so we got that pair. And then as I grew up, you know, I remember the, I remember the last time we went to the boot shop, and they were like. Yeah, we can't do nothing with these, man. These it's, it's time. I remember we had like a little funeral for him and everything. <laughs> I was so That's hurt. Love. Oh, so hurt. Man, oh. we had a previous episode where I think I confessed that I really want a pair of, of cowboy boots. Yeah. Like and some dope you ones. Definitely it's gonna did. be I, I did. And it was Tacovas. Just free shout out. You should sponsor us, even though I don't give a crap. It's cowboy boots. But anyway, I'm gonna get if when I get some, is it gonna be it's gonna look like it just came off a dragon. Like you hunted down a freaking fire breathing dragon and I cut up his shin and that became my shoe. Like they're gonna be fire. You're gonna look at everybody's gonna look at them like I want some cowboy boots. I'm gonna tell you the most <laughs> underrated part about cowboy boots is they feel phenomenal. Like, everybody I've never had a pair of cowboy boots. I, I wouldn't know. You look at them and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, you know, you got to do a lot to walk in them." No, nope. the most comfortable thing you put on your feet. Yep, like walking on pillows. Yeah. Mm. Maybe like walking on on clouds. Oh, you get oh. That. <laughs> what do you think about on clouds, JJ? On clouds. Yeah, oh, he's a real one. He's it's a always real a win one. when our guest doesn't yeah. know what an on. If you don't know they're trash. You don't even bother. Don't waste yeah. your time. It's a type of shoe. It's a type of shoe. Yeah. It's a trash shoe that you, you get off of Amazon. You, if you saw a pair, you'd probably know what they were, but they're yeah, awful. Yeah. It's, it's like, terrible. Uh, if you think of Williamson County, that's yes, like, yes, that's like the shoe you think of. Oh, oh here we go. He, yeah, now he knows. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. You you said the what county? Williamson County. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> If you go to Franklin, if you go to Cool Springs, if you go to Lululemon, if you shop at any of those establishments, one hundred percent, you're wearing Lulu and on cloud. I'm finna yeah. say, yeah, this I've seen this exact model. I see that. <laughs> absolutely oh, trash. I bet there's a lot at Lulu. Mom's foot. That is exactly where I saw it. it. So behind, if you guys, this is bad radio, but behind JJ, he's got a wall of shoes, and a lot of people that we talk to about all this sneaker stuff. I'll tell you, it's just, even for me, and I have got a lot of shoes, it's just, it's stupid how many pairs of shoes. you. I would say you have a tasteful, modest, but it looks like you wear your sneakers too, but you, it looks like you're very particular. It's not just like, I want every single model that come out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, 
So that is also deceiving because I got like a whole nother. Oh, there we I go. Was about to say, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I will say sidebar mm-hmm. on that is the majority of shoes that I own, I got from TCU. So like a lot of them are like athletic trainer type shoes. And I haven't even worn all of those because I was like, low key, I had enough to where I was like, okay, I'm gonna wear these and beat them up. So that way I can like have these other ones. And like, you know, whenever I'm like, oh, I need a new pair of workout shoes, you know, I already got some in the back and just, you know, rotate them through. <laughs> um i definitely was like late to the game on sneakers because like i'm trying to think of how to explain it like this is not what i spent my money on for a while like it was always just always uh like music equipment or trying to be fresh for you know football games and whatnot stuff like that so i'm like late to the game and also like i had a rule for for a while that i wouldn't spend a hundred dollars more than a hundred dollars on a pair of shoes and i was good for a minute what a guy wow um and then I got a really big taste for ones. And here oh, we are. that's a bad. <laughs> I tell you what, um, the the ones can't can't beat can't can't miss a one. Uh, the elevens, all all about. Um, I really like fours. I don't have any fours currently, but the first one I'm gonna get is those Carolina blue ones. Oh my god, mm, go heels, <laughs> go freaking heels. You know, and also I'm gonna say I'm just another sidebar about you know all the college stuff. I was Duke all the way. Like, had I got into Duke, like I early actioned. Into Duke. Oh boy! Oh, really? <laughs> really? Really? And as soon as I got that rejection letter, all the love in my heart went away. Perfect. So, That's there it is. Want to hear. <laughs> he redeemed himself real quick. There you go. All right, I got a I got a short question. I'm, I want you to go as long as you want on this one, but. Who is Sam? Tell us who Sam is and why that's important. Yeah, Sam is Sam is confidence. He is utter confidence. So Sam uh, stands for Simply Amazing Music. It is uh, my music alter ego, my alias, my. I mean, like I said, it's, it's my it's my confidence to be honest with you. Um, so funny story of how it actually came about. Um, so we have uh, well, I guess I'm about to start something. So. Um, like you, I was like, when I was like trying to figure out a, a music name, like I had all these different ideas, like uh lion, like I really love lion. So like L-Y-O-N-E was one of them. Uh, I was like third star. I think I thought about what's the, it. what's the worst one that you thought of that you're like, you're Ooh, looking back on it. You're like, oh, that was terrible. <laughs> this was, so this was, this was going to be really funny. It's, it's terrible, but it's, it's going to love be this. So, um so my like you know like just being like so my uncle's a pro- producer and so like you know we always throwing around like for shizzle my nizzle all that or whatever and so he would call me jizzle like you know because my name is you know james and so i wrote that one down and i was like oh yeah i'm gonna put yeah i was like that's a you know solid one and then i said it out loud and i was like no that's not near as bad as what it could be I mean, that's, that's not that's great. Not, that's not nothing. It's, it's not great. <laughs> also thought um, James, but like it's spelled J A Y M E Z, and that mm. was was a little rough. Better than Jizzle for sure. Oh, dude, yeah. better than. I, see, when you said that, I was thinking it was gonna be like Peppermint Cowboy or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Jizzle and James is way better than what I had in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, I mean, just like, but practically think about that. Like, welcome to the stage, Jizzle. Like, no, it's not, <laughs> it's not it. It's, it's not, not it. Everybody's moving the show. It's not Everybody's horrible. Leaving the show. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Um, so when I, like, as I'm going through all these names, X, Y, and Z, uh, I was like, I heard Drake, like one of Drake's songs when he said, do right and kill everything. Like that's what mm-hmm. Drake stands for. And so I was like, yo, that's dope to have like, an one acronym. singular name that like you can bust down into like you know this different meaning and so i was like okay i want to do that i want to do that and so i was thinking of all these different things and trying to figure out like like trying to do james in a way didn't didn't really kind of pan out then i thought jj would be cool but it just i don't know it just kind of sounded too choppy whenever whenever i like try to put different words behind it and so um i went to this church called levy church of christ uh in little rock arkansas 
is or Novorok. Yeah, Novorok. And so we had some family friends that uh, like we'd always see. And so like we uh, we actually have some more family in Virginia. And so like we were making a trip up there to Virginia. And then April was looking at uh, different colleges. And so uh, she was looking at Richmond. And so like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to Richmond, see family. And then our church friends, their mom uh, like lives in Richmond. So we're like, oh, yeah, we can go to her church and, you know, see her chop it up because like she had visited before. So, you know, we already had a relationship. It was cool. But for the life of me, no matter how, I think at this point, I probably had met her and like seen her like four or five times. Couldn't remember the, her name for the life of me, like ever, like could not remember. It. And so we get to, we get to her church and I'm like, cause I'm really good with faces. So I'm like, nothing gonna remember her. So when I see her, I'm like, oh, hey, you know, giving her a hug, giving her a hug. And so she's like, all right, JJ, what's my name? And I'm like, uh, and I'm, I mean, I'm stuck. Like I'm racking my brain. Like I just, Oh, I cannot think of it. Cannot think of it. And she was like, that's all right. She's like, so you can't remember my name. I'm just call you Sam since, since you don't have, mm. you have a good name for me. So I was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. And so, um, after, and I, I forgot, I think I sat on that for like a week and then I thought about it. I said, wait a minute. I was like, that's perfect. And so the first iteration of Sam was simply adolescent mischief. And then it evolved into simply amazing music. So that's kind of that's kind of where Sam came from. And all my friends definitely know like when I'm in like my Sam mode, like I got my grill in, I got my glasses on, <laughs> I'm like, the definition of confidence, swag, like feeling myself. Like that's it. So do you you produce your stuff too and you record it, you do everything in house? Yeah. Yeah. Everything in house. I'm about to say, I get a lot of help from my uncle as well. He's a, like, he helps me mix it, kind of get everything up to that next level of studio quality. But I'm definitely as of late has, you know, just been all me. He gives me some tips and pointers whenever I send stuff to him, but yeah, finally, finally getting to the point where I'm like, Hey, it's, it's starting to You're come out. good about it. Oh yeah. That's dope. Man. Took some years though. Who I about to say them yeah. that freshman, freshman year, 2015 mixtape rough and also my work is like four octaves higher than it is right now mm. so it was like can you still sing uh can you still sing everything that was on that uh mixtape i can i can i'm about to say that's I, what i'm talking about but, but, yeah, yeah break, break what's the dopest bar on that whole thing the whole joint the whole joint mm. Let me, see, let me see it's definitely gonna be out the song so i had like the title track the title of the yeah, mixtape was sam i am so it definitely comes from the song like the title sam sam i am um mm, that's a good one that's a good one are you so at this point are you pushing this music to your to the football team or is it like who is following you uh i guess at the very beginning it was like you know, just kind of friends around, like, I mean, yeah. and I had, like, I knew some, like, football players and stuff, but it was, like, when I was in the band, I was, like, oh, my gosh, like, TC football players, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, and I'm, like, oh, this is homie from down, you know, I was, like, homie from down, down the door, you know what I'm saying, but uh, I was, like, I actually made a song, it was, like, uh, oh, oh, okay, so that was, that was funny, so I remember the song Choices by E40, it was, like, the note, I do, yep, I want to say, uh, so I had yep. made like a TCU football version of it. Mm. <laughs> I was like, low key, low key, one of the best bars might have been in that. And I was like, um, it was like, it was like right after I think we won, we won against Texas Tech. And it was like, we, I was like, got a bad kicker, uh, score on the flea flicker, hey, anything that's a can't catch, hey, throw it up to the boy fetch. Yeah, it was, it was like that. <laughs> it, it was like, it was like a cool little flow, but it was like cool because it was like relevant, like it had just happened. So would that yeah. been, would that have been against Patrick Mahomes then? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, say that early. <laughs> I'm about to say in my TCU career, I can, I'm going to air, put air quotes around this. I played against Baker. Uh, we played against Tyreek Hill. We played against Mahomes, Jaheim Grant, um, Hollywood Brown, C.D. Lamb. Yeah, because TCU was—I mean—they were really good in those years. Oh, we was look, we was we was yeah. solid. like so fifteen like number two, and then we had so the, the crazy part is I got to go to the Alamo Bowl twice, once in the band and once on the team. Mm. 
And so the first time we went was when we played Oregon. And that was like that huge comeback, like 31 to nothing at halftime. And that was like for will forever probably be, I think, the hypest game that I've been at. Mm. That was absolutely crazy. But yeah, that was like with Boykin and um, like Josh Dotson. And then we had like, we had a stag defense, uh, like Davion, um, <clears throat> excuse me, DP. Uh, we had, I'm trying to think who all was on there. Rant was on there. Like, whole, like I think that that team itself, I think probably had like 12 NFL guys, something like that. And right. our 2017 team, we was, we were, it was like, we were a really good team, but like we lost, I think we lost, we were, I think we went six and seven and we lost all the seven games by a total of like 15 points or something like that. Like we won, we lost two games in like double OT. Like we lost to Arkansas um, in double OT. We lost to Oklahoma in double OT. We lost to Georgia in the, the Liberty bowl. And like, we only lost by field goals. And then now we did get blown out by Oklahoma state. They whooped us. That was, it was a rough day, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was like, it was, it was crazy. It was like a, what, was, uh, what does something like that look like, like the day after, or even what does a locker room look like in a situation where you're just getting just throttled? I don't know. It, it, it's I can only say from the perspective of a walk-on because it's like I wasn't getting in most of those games, but I was like, I'm always like the one super hype yelling. Like I, I used to like stand on the benches, wave towels, like be my boy Nate Guyton, like hype at all times and so there's like a certain level of hype that you can stay and then there's like a a a level of hype where it's like okay we we just lost or like we're losing and like bad or whatever and like it's not going to come back and it's like all right mm, you know taper off a little bit before you get beat up (laughs) but uh but yeah it's it's it's, i don't know it's kind of one of those things of like they are super big on like preaching it's like okay short memory on to the next um, like even when we have win, you know big wins and stuff like that, it's like hey, enjoy it right now, but on to the next. So they like I want to say very much treated like trying to get you, especially like the way Coach P ran his team was very NFL oriented. So he wanted to like really prepare these guys to um, you know make it to the next level. So like you look, we was really down. Oh, we was gonna hear it. We was gonna hear it and we was gonna feel it. But so it, uh, yeah, are you? Moment. So we are all we're all people of faith and that's important for all of us so when it comes to music like are you a are you trying to be a lecrae what what is your what would you how would you describe your music yeah um i would definitely say less like lecrae so instead of being a christian rapper or a christian artist i'm an artist that is a christian so i want i want i want it less to be like i'm just rapping about like church topics and stuff like that. Where Praise God, everything's good. Holy is yeah. the Lamb. Oh, yes, yeah, that new Kanye <laughs> album. Yeah, and where it's more like you'll hear, like you'll hear it referenced, or like you'll hear me talk about it in ways that, like you know, like organic happen. Like it's it's like less like I don't know, less like it's like in your face, and more like oh, you just listen to this song. It's like oh, he's talking about God. Oh, that's cool. You know, yeah, yeah. It's more of who you are. It's not what you're. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah why, cool. why have you chosen to go that direction? Um, I think it was, I, I don't know. I think part of it was I didn't want to just like be put in a box because I feel like when I first started doing music, it was like if you're a Christian rapper, it was like you put in this like Christian mm-hmm. rapper box and like then the rest of the music is over here. And I was like, um, I don't know. I, I didn't want to be in that, but then also I felt like a lot of Christian music just had like a certain sound and like, that wasn't my sound. Cause I like jazz and I like, like rock stuff and I like hip hop and I like, you know, I just like, there was so much intersection between, you know, all the stuff that I liked that I wanted to just make sure that it was like prevalent. Like you would, like you couldn't listen to my songs and like not know that I was. Cause like, you're not going to hear it. Like that was the other thing too, was like, I wanted to make sure that <laughs> this is always like some fun, like, you know, when you listen to a song, when you think your parents aren't there and like you bump in it or whatever, uh, yeah. and then they walk in and then it's like, whatever, like cuss words or whatever that they're saying. And you're like, Oh, you know, trying to, like, <laughs> 
And so I was like, in my head, I always wanted, I was like, okay, I don't want any of my music to have to be like under a filter. Like I want you to be able to play it at a church retreat, or I want you to be able to play, play at a football game, or I want you to be able to listen to it at home, or I want you to, you to play it in the car with your parents. So you're not worried about, you know, the subject matter or, you know, what or how I'm saying stuff. So kind of like that, but it's like not, you know, it's like still talking about life or experiences, stuff like that, but, you know, just, you know, in a way that it's <laughs> useful. Yeah. That's dope. Because, I just saw uh, when right. I listen to way of them or the fish or mm-hmm. 8.7, I want to blow my brains out. So uh, <laughs> not, he's not just wrong. Keeping, it, keeping it 100 here. Yeah. But I was like, it's, <laughs> it is really interesting now. Cause I feel like I'm hearing a little bit more of like, it's sounding like, secular normal music whereas like it's like you know like when lecrae and uh andy Mino came came out with coming in hot like you know it didn't sound like your you know traditional kind of stuff and so i was like yeah i like that now i was i don't know if y'all seen or heard about a dude named jay monty but dude's flow is like absolutely ridiculous but he's a christian rapper like you can very prevalently hear but like the way he like he's super creative about like the way his bars are you know and like him well, uh, NF is the same. Like, it's never a blatantly like, oh, worship the Lord, but like, it's very, um, it's very, it's just and concise. Yeah. And, yeah. Good way of like, you're it. not, like, he's not driving you, like, he's not driving you there. He's telling you where it's at. And then yeah. You're, yeah. 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 That's a great way to say good. it. Yeah. Also, yeah. NF. I, I saw a tweet yesterday about, Somebody said, I'm looking for new music. And I literally just went through all the whatever Apple Music's top 100 songs, rap songs, hip hop, and all but seven of them had the exact same drums and drum pattern. I guess the it's, it's so predictable right now. It is the it's so boring. So it sounds to me like you're doing a lot of mix up of things that you like. You like jazz. You like. So how are you doing that? Like you're playing saxophone on your on your stuff too. Yeah, biggest. Yeah, I'm about to say biggest thing was I wanted to make music that I like to listen to, and so it was just like uh, my uncle kind of taught me about. And like this is gonna sound weird as like when I first say it, but like just kind of bring it like kind of ghosting stuff so like taking the vibe off of something but like not copying it so um i would say like this is similar to like you know the whole uh like the marvin gay and the blurred lines and stuff like that like how similar that was like if you really really listen to it they're not the same but it it, like feels the exact same like it has the same groove it makes you get up and stuff um so like i think for a while after i just started doing that and i listened to a lot of like like i said just kind of like polar opposite kind of things and so i would take like little bits from you know this lit song or like this wolf mother song or something like that and i would take this little bit from a big sean song or i take this little bit from um um I don't know, a Kirk Franklin song, you know, it could be just like little things and little bits of ear candy and stuff like that. Um, you know, just like kind of using those, like using those approaches, using those techniques and stuff like that of, you know, trying to make, make everything not sound the same, you know? And, so not, not necessarily sampling, just like taking, it's just like dissecting a part of a song and be like, I like that snare. I like that. Yeah. And even like parts of like structure. So like, if you listen to us, like, say, if you listen to, I mean, I don't know, just whatever song and like you kind of hear like, okay, so for four bars, it's like just the intro of like it has three chords and then they bring in the the drums at measure five or whatever. And then they bring in this super predictable. Yeah. So um, that's another thing that I definitely did, too, is just, you know, just kind of like look at these different patterns and stuff like how people are piecing songs together like where do they put the chorus like how are they doing this bridge like is every verse 16 bars or do they make 132 or do they make one 24 you know just kind of like um you know just kind of different structures of stuff and that's the other thing too is like even though i did band for so long like i didn't learn a lot of music theory until uh, i want to say i really kind of started getting into it my, my junior year of college 
um, took like some music classes and stuff like that. So that was really cool. But yeah, I had like no idea of like music theory, like had never been through the circle of fifths and like literally learning like stuff. Like I knew how to play scales, like I knew how to read music, but I didn't know about like kind of the inner workings of like how chords and stuff like work together and triads, and you know, all you know, just different crazy stuff that, you know, you only know when like you kind of get more into it. So, um, yeah, and it's like that that game of or like that side of the you know coin started coming in and kind of being able to figure out you know using chord progressions because like the the crazy part is there's so many songs that sound the same not because they're like just using the same instruments or sounds or something like that it's because they're using the same chord progression and so it could be the same chord progression but it's in a different key so it sounds completely different or you know such a different uh different language for me i am not musically inclined in the slightest bit dude i'm not either i don't listen i yes you are i don't play an instrument i can't sing for crap hayes hayes freestyles on every single outro yeah play a beat yeah just play a beat right now mason i got the hottest (laughs) bars on it i'm kidding i do not do that i'm I'm about to (laughs) no don't jj can you freestyle i can freestyle all right sometimes all sometimes right. i can get you a real good one sometimes you'd be like man i don't even know if he if he really rapped like that but my freestyle is, listen my uh, is the is absolutely trash and usually it ends up being absolutely the stupidest thing that i can't even tell you about half yeah. the time i end up somehow rapping about coronavirus or <laughs> or something and it's so stupid it's usually inappropriate. Well, <laughs> no, into, a little bit. No, it's more. I would say it's more stupid than inappropriate. Speaking of uh, Hayes and I performances, we had a. I think our first rap performance was at a talent show at a church camp, and it was the worst. It was the most embarrassing oh, thing. So I bad. think we couldn't hear the music, and so we just started <laughs> rapping, and it it was terrible. I went first, and I couldn't hear anything, and I was it was over. But. I I say that to say I'm I hope there's no video of that out there. But I was on Instagram and I saw your rapping performance. Um, talk about the first time you got up on stage. What what were you feeling at the time? Oh, first time on stage. I will say the very ever first time. This this is actually kind of a little funny story. The very first ever time I did anything on stage was, uh, and like you know this outside of like you know the fourth grade thing where everybody sings and stuff like that like first time i was <laughs> tell me why we i think we were fifth grade to the sixth grade high school musical had just come out and uh we did like the all of the all in this together like routine line or whatever and my big thing was like singing at the top and then everybody like ducked down and i jumped over them with a ball and like went through my legs you were chad yeah uh i don't know you know i don't know i don't even know who i was supposed to be or why we did it but you know it was it was cool that was like the very first time uh i'm glad that there's i'm glad there's no video evidence of that existing anywhere but um yeah i think the first time i ever rapped on stage i want to say probably was my yeah my junior junior going into my senior year and it was with a friend named Kanan Ivy she lives in uh Fort Worth she's actually uh like one of the first people like I actually got to do like a lot of my kind of like music stuff with uh down in Texas like starting to perform but yeah we had and it was like crazy part about it was we had wrote the song I I think three days before we performed it and it was like this place I think it was like called Alley Cats or something like that in Fort Worth and it was like it was cool little venue and like it was you know just some some bars that i had thrown together i think it was like a song that i wouldn't even um like i was just like at the at like at their crib just kind of like you know just chilling out because they were making music so i like to be around people that make music and you know, i was like i think i started humming something they're like oh yo that's kind of dope like try to put it on i was like all right and so I remember I was like, oh, I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified. Like I wrote like little lines of stuff on my arm. Like, and so like, you, like if you watch the video back, like you can see me, I'm rapping. And then like, if I switch the, the mic to my left hand, I'm looking at what I was, what I was right. Cause I mean, I had just wrote the verse. So I was like, oh man, I can't forget. But it was, it was just like, I don't know. It was just one of those surreal moments of like, I had been, I don't know, just like creating so much in like my little box of of being in my room and being in my dorm room that was like first time like okay somebody's heard 
like other than like being on like a track or something I could send, you know, like actually being in. And I'm there probably like maybe 10, 15 people in the audience, but it was just one of those things of like getting up there and like actually doing because like I had at that mo- like at that point I had played sax whole bunch of times like on stage so it was like it's just such a different feeling of like rapping on stage than you know playing saxophone Queen. all right well one of our favorite topics is top fives uh does anybody have a top five outside of sneakers that we want to hit jj with first Ooh, i've got a, a top five outside of sneakers uh secular christian whatever it is top five artists oh oh that's 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 tough that's tough okay i'm going mm, put me in the corner here man uh, <laughs> i'm going lecrae five wow he's way up there i'm going mm, i'm going mary mary four i'm going cc winans three Oh, let's see. This is where it gets. This is where it gets tough. Um, down to the top two. Mm. Cause like Marvin Sapp's got to be up there, but then also Fred Hammond. Listen to you. I don't even know some of these people. Oh, look! If you have you heard that? Never would have made it. Never would have made it without you. You know what I'm talking about? You heard that? Probably. Oh, <laughs> look, that I'm gonna go you know, look it up I, though. I think I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go and go Fred Hammond and Kirk. Kirk, you can't beat Kirk, man. Kirk Franklin, man. That's a it's a monster. All right, dope. Five. Not Good what I expected. Five. Yeah, that's not what I expected either. Look, I'm gonna give you Mary Mary had some heaters back in the day. <laughs> Mary Mary. I hadn't even I thought about look, Mary Mary. Who knows how long? Did you get, ever go to the, the Devil Wards when you were at Lipscomb? Oh man, I never got to go. I'm about to say because I was so I um because I graduated from TCU in in spring of nineteen and then oh yeah. Came August 19 for grad school. And then, so I had like the six months or five or however long first semester was. And then I had January, February, COVID. Mm. (laughs) I think Landon was the point person to try to get Kanye to the Devil Woods. Oh, man. We almost got him. We almost got him to Lipscomb's campus. And of course, the one year that he gets nominated and wins two awards, Mm. it was a virtual ceremony. But yeah, after seeing him live, walked into the CEO of GMA and I said you got to nominate this guy and she at that point she didn't even really she had heard you know everybody had seen kind of the news articles about him dropping a gospel album but she hadn't listened to it yet I was like you gotta listen to it Jackie boom it was tough too like that was a solid project yeah project when are you you a Kanye guy uh I was a big early Kanye guy I think oh you're one of those um, I mean, like, Preach. hey, hey, now, hey, now. I still respect the artistry. Like, still dope. I mean, I was, I'm more, I'm more Kendrick and Cole than I am Kanye. Ooh, okay, it's a good take. Big, like, when like Kendrick's damn came out. Like, I think I listened to that for a whole month straight. Like, I, like <laughs> I've never put an album cover as like my, my phone background, but that that one I did. Yeah. Let's just wow. say that Landon. Landon wishes he was Kim K for the past like ten years. Hey, look when I saw the genius documentary though, like so good. That put it like that put him like back in front. I was like, yo, that was that was so dope. That was, uh, other part about that too, like seeing him and like I'm definitely not even where he was like in the early parts of that, but like I don't know, just seeing him in that that mode of like man i'm really trying to get it like i like i mean like we've seen yay hungry like of you know just putting out hits i mean because that's what he does but like seeing him like at the early stages hungry like i remember every, every episode that i watched i came back and i made a song like it was just that inspiring mm. i was just like oh man like that was like it just, i don't know it just puts you that energy be like man he was grinding the early years grinding. Yeah, we we felt very similar when we watched the last dance uh, we all wanted mm. to just buy every single retro 
that Jordan was <laughs> wearing each episode. And then you would just look at the resale price and it would skyrocket three or four times what they were. Man. But yeah, I'm also trying to figure out how absolutely. Absolutely. I have no idea. I mean, the fact that his feet were bleeding every game is understandable. So. <laughs> Is he hoop hooping? I mean, you jumping up doing all that in ones? <laughs> yeah, but that time at that point, that was basically like wearing whatever. Um, you're gonna wear Chuck Taylors. Yeah, you're gonna wear overs. <laughs> what's the most comfortable basketball shoe? Like LeBron's are probably comfortable. I wouldn't wear them, but I mean, yeah. you know, what? Huh? I'm not. Bi- LeBron's shoes generally are whack outside of South Beaches. <laughs> I'm not wrong. You you completely are. Would you oh. wear them on the reg? Do you wear them like down the street? What's, I mean, the, la- what's the last pair of LeBrons you had that aren't South Beaches right behind you? Okay, I now <laughs> you got none because they're terrible. Look, I would look. I told y'all at the beginning of this, I wasn't huge into just buying a whole bunch of sneakers. I had my rules. So look, in the look, the only reason I got the South Beaches because that was my birthday present for my senior year for basketball. That look, if I if I woulda look look. <laughs> So you buy some LeBron's 22s or whatever they are right now. Yeah. Just for fun. Just to flex. They're yeah. trash. No. You get some fours. You get some, you get some North Carolina. You get some UNC fours. I'm not before, hooping in them, though. Before you would. No, that's what I'm saying. LeBron, you can. I'm okay. sure they're great to play basketball in. But you're like you're not gonna go on like on stage with some. Oh yeah, I mean on. like they're 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 not lifestyle shoes. I mean like that's what I'm saying. They have some, but like yeah, no. Nah, if I'm getting some LeBrons, I'm hooping them. See, that's a, okay. We're, we're in agree. We're saying yeah, the we're, same thing. We're on the same. There's still yeah. some cool looking shoes though. Like the I think is what is it the 13s? The 13s I would wear just to wear. Which ones are those? Um, I want to say that was like around. Oh shoot, Mason, they came you're after good the 12s. You. And you're good. Shut up. <laughs> Jack, I wouldn't say that was like around the t- like the first the first time he was in Cleveland. The thirteenth was it the twelves that had the penis on them? Uh, so Elevens uh, or twelves had a penis on them for sure. Oh, no. Specials. Yeah, that was tough. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, wasn't yeah. a big fan of the twelves. Uh, See, look, the, pre. Um, I like the tens before that. Oh, tens are absolute fire. Yeah, tens have the air across the bottom. These two guys. Yep. Yeah. Elevens yeah, yeah. and twelve. Look, those and are then, total, total, uh, total agree. Yeah. yeah. Then he started putting penises on them. <laughs> oh my gosh! But like these, these look. I, I'm sure they're great basketball shoes. The knit ones, the newer ones. But like you're not gonna. I, oh, yeah. I'm talking about like uh, I would play ball in them, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yeah. go to the mall. I mean, they're also like. They're not like regular colors either. Like I feel like I ain't mm-hmm. ever seen just a like a plain like black True. and blue or a white and you know whatever. Like you got to right. be a, a really loud outfit if you finna wear it. <laughs> some some uh, Lebrons unless you customize them, I guess. So you like 100%. the more classy, which is why you're a big ones guy. Yeah. Like I I eventually want a a, a color pair of every ones, like so, like solid primary ones. Like I don't know. Like I don't think I'll like I'd love to. But like I'm not gonna get super deep off into the like all the variations with the the trap. Like I would love to, but yeah, my bank account ain't like that. Yeah, not yet at least. Neither. We'll wait. We'll wait till we get like a, a number one, and then we can. You got those court purples. I see. You know, you got you got yeah. Lotion, You got TC. You got the purple, right? Yeah. Yeah. We got the, the court purples. I got the black and white ones here, and then yeah. I got the the red, black, and white. I really need to get a a pair. I was debating on either those or the breads, but. Solid. And then what, Chicago, what size do you wear? Thirteen. Oh man, so you're playing that's a tough one. Yeah, you're you're paying a lot. It sucks, but I do. I must say, my boy Hector from Texas, like he he been hooking me up. Like I think I paid. Well, it was also like a shoe era thing, so like I had to end up getting a different pair than I was originally going to get. But I think I paid eighty for the Columbias. What? I got one twenty for the court purples. Wait, what? I paid. <laughs> Who's this guy? Does he oh, suck? You paid one forty <laughs> for the other two. You got Chicago once for one forty. I didn't get mine for one forty. <laughs> not one forty. <laughs> and then you wore them in the snow. Oh, oh my gosh! gosh. I, I have legitimately worn those twice. The first time was 
a Valentine's Day thing and I didn't want to wear them then, but I was like, it it just like it was just too good. It was too good the to fit. I had to. And then the second time was this, this past weekend when I did my music video. Only you only got time. a video out. Not yet. It's coming. It's coming. What's the song? Up. That uh the song is called Impala. It's about my uh my O9 Impala, but like the way that I'm talking about it, I'm talking about it like it's this super nice Bentley, but like it's this 09 Impala that if you know like any Chevy Impala built in that time, it has the little air conditioner clip. Yeah. Like, sounds like this when you walk, when you get in your car. Uh, <laughs> Bro, you got to send that to Mason so we can play it at the end of this episode. That yeah, for real. But I said the song isn't quite out yet, but I'm going to give you all some, you know, y'all invited me on. So sneak I got oh, let's go. Give y'all a little, little sneak peek. You know what I'm saying? A little sneak peek. Yeah. Was well, a we'll put that in. We'll definitely put that in for the end. But we also want you to uh, freestyle on our on our outro. But before we get to the outro, oh, well, time out, time out, time out. Wait a second. Uh, as a trade off, eventually when we have merch that I'm going to make uh, at some point, I'll send you lies. <laughs> All lies. Shut up. <laughs> what what episode up. are we on? How many do you even come on this? You are Kyrie Irving. (laughs) For the past year, he has promised every guest that we would give them merch. He's promised merch before with a podcast. So back when we were just an Instagram account, (laughs) he will go bankrupt trying to make good on all these promises once it actually happens. No one has ever seen any merch. Yeah, all lies. I think he's, episode he's, a, like, he's absolutely right. His first deadline was I'm gonna get merch out by episode 20. We're at episode oh, 60 shoot. now. So oh. um, I'll get I'll get merch out by five hundred breath. They said it. <laughs> he's not wrong. I'm not I, all right, it's just true. Yeah. So don't hold your breath on merch <laughs> before we close it out though. What are your what's next for Sam? What's next for JJ? What are your goals for music or whatever? Yeah, man. Um, right now is probably, I mean, it's a ridiculous time. Like, I feel like, I don't know, it was it was really weird because, like, the very beginning of last year, I just had, like, this antsy feeling. Like, I was like, something's going to happen. I was like, I don't know what it is. Like, something musically, like, something's going to pop off. I don't know what it was. And as like I was getting like later into the year it like kept I was like oh it's like I'm gonna have like the hit song or something like that and it wasn't but it was like everything to set up what I'm doing now so last year was the first time I got to do uh like playing around town so like I play at Inglewood Lounge play at um Flamingo Cocktail Bar play at 4-4 Bar um like that's kind of where I hit normally but like I had no idea that any of that existed up until I think April last year and then so like getting that and like being able to meet people and like meeting all these musicians and stuff like that has been crazy and like that's kind of put me in the place where I'm at now where it's like I'm meeting people and like being able to collab and uh, like be able to do stuff like music videos so I guess the most immediate thing for Sam right now is um, the song Impala and that music video will drop early early July maybe late June uh, so that's in the process. It's super, like I said, I'll send, make sure I send that out to you, but, um, yeah, super like fun summary type vibe, like super like playing the car, just, you know, headbanging, bumping around, like driving around type of music. So, um, that's coming out. Super excited. And that's like my first music video I've ever done. So, um, super excited about that. Shout out my boy V, uh, and Lydia, they're doing an amazing job with that and, um, you know, be able to support them. But then, you know, also have to support me has been dope. Um, so that's coming. My the so I have an EP that I released last year. Uh, part one is called Perfect Dose. And so I have five songs that I dropped uh, last year and then the rest of the EP part two uh, come up. This will be should be dropping. I, I can't say I can't say a date yet. I can't say a date yet because I don't want to jinx myself. But it'll be around that same time, probably early July. But super excited about that because it's it's like it's morphed so many times. Like the the track list that I had before has changed. I think four times since last year, and like the whole thing is a is like the story, like love story of like from when you first like see somebody that you're crushing on to like you know catching feelings and then going from catching feelings to like figuring out what's up and then get your heart broken and then like the last song is like here we go again same thing it's the same cycle all over and all over and so um super excited about that. But yeah, that'll be coming uh, early. 
early July. Yeah, super excited about that. And I was like looking at um, having like the drop party and all that. So that's been dope. And then uh, still continuing to playing out, um, doing a lot of that. And then I guess in JJ life, um, I've been I'm about to say work at G, uh, GSNF, which is advertising agency downtown. So um, that's really been dope because I've like been able to see a lot more of like how all these like advertising campaigns and kind of getting into more of that and to kind of see how that works. So uh, that's been dope because I've been able to like take some lessons that I've learned like at work and be like, okay, this is what I need to do, put promoting this song and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's going good. And, you know, just kind of finding different opportunities there, um, you know, kind of do some stuff. I, I like do a lot of DNI work um, at work as well. So that's like another big passion of mine as well. Uh, but yeah, I guess on the other side, um, yeah, like, like we said earlier, coaching at Ezell Harding. Uh, so doing first year ever coaching. Um, so it's super excited about that because I, I get, got my boys, my D line. Um, so yeah, really get to kind of lock in. We're doing spring ball right now. We had a practice earlier today. And um, yeah, it's, it's like really cool because like I remember being at that point and it's like, it's so crazy because. I was like, man, I wish I would have known all this stuff that I have, like, you know, banging around in my head now then because it had been, who would have been a monster, even though I was small, I've been a monster. <laughs> so just trying to pay it forward, just trying to pay it forward. That's awesome. awesome. Uh, anybody got anything else? No, I'm just ready to rap. Always. You're just ready I'm to just rap. Ready to- yeah. JJ, right. as soon as we get off here, I'm gonna start making some beats because he's got me motivated now. Hey, there we go. Nice. There we go. We'll have to hey, email. Right. Look, you said some awesome stuff for sure. Oh, we got a uh, number. Same time as the merch, so don't hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to. Never mind. I think. I think the only thing on the calendar that we need to announce for upcoming is there's a bunch of dunks coming out. Anybody else got anything on upcoming on the shoes? I see some threes coming out soon. Bunch of dunks. Nike's coming out with a bunch of dunks. That's yeah, new. I know exactly. Killing it, killing it, just like they did I the one. Looked, man. Uh, JJ uh, just got me in the music stuff. I don't, all, right, all I want right. to talk about is my heart with uh, the Kendrick album or Kendrick that came out yesterday. Oh, we talk God, about that. Our five went crazy. Did you see the video? Yes. So it was super, super sick. Man. But I hope all the whole album doesn't have to make me think that much. Like, that's the one thing is that <laughs> it's got to be. Hayes doesn't do that very well. De- <laughs> what is your problem? I mean, you, you come on here once every quarter, and then it's just like one big roast session. God. <sighs> All right, just <laughs> where can we find you, JJ? What's the free sh- shout out? Tell us where we find you. What What do we need to know? Yeah, um, I'm simply underscore amazing underscore music on Instagram. Uh, find me on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, um, Amazon, all that. Capital S dot A dot M dot. Um, yeah. Instagram is JTJ underscore 24. Um, anytime you see some music, go stream it. We're uh, we going to keep dropping it. I'm about to say, got a lot of drops past the EP. Going to be dropping just singles a lot for the rest of the year. So, um, yeah, stay tuned and tap in. Shoot. That's the perfect place to drop a beat. Are you guys going to flip back and forth? Oh, oh yes. Let's do a Let's versus do right now. Versus right now. <laughs> All right, let me pick a good one. Oh. This one's way too fast. Oh, oh, that's fine. Oh, I got a time bomb sitting in my colon. I'm on Poland. I'm at stolen. I'm about to steal somebody's chain. I'm stealing all the rain. I'm a got an umbrella. I flip it upside down and I'm killing all your brains. Stopping brains out like a zombie. Rob Zombie. <laughs> I work with 9 to 5, but I love 6 to 12. When I write, I feel alive. When I'm grinding by myself, Every, ooh, everything falls to the side when it's time to give me hell. But I, ah, let me, let me get it. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm grabbing chicks and I can place the land of cold, man. I'm just like a computer, man. Shoot it to the soul, man. Trying to find me, but I'm trying to find you. I'm just trying to do the things, do the things before, because 
uh, trying to be a little different. Don't run off the dome when I'm trying to stay with you. When I'm trying to be loopy. You know what I'm talking about? Ah, drop it. <laughs> Here, I'll make you feel better. I head to the fridge. I'm grabbing out a steak. I'm coming on the grill, and I'm about to hit a plate. I'm about to get a plate of gold, gold bricks. I got all the bricks, and I'm selling cocaine out my trunk. I'm so... <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! I've never sold cocaine out of my trunk. 